0: Film reviews and movie news
1: with Stuart Pink and Mark Seabee.
0: It's Film Reviews and Movie News with me, Stuart Pink, and the man who thought Eurovision was a Chuckle Vision spin off. It's Mark Seabee. <laughs> <laughs> hello, hello Paul to me, Barry. to
1: you, to me, to you, to you, to me hilarious i'd love to see them on
0: there wouldn't they wouldn't they just go down they
1: would have been great wouldn't they i mean obviously it's unfortunate now that that won't happen well uh, passing away yes but yeah it would have been so much fun it really would have been so much fun you're right yeah we might have actually got a point what a difference what a difference that would have made something fun (laughs) something entertaining i mean not that um the others were you know stiff upper lip or anything else like that but it just felt like Last weekend, those who went for it really went for it and put on a really good show
0: and there was some fun there, weren't there?
1: There there was. Yeah. Like that sat there going, This is great. This is exactly how I want to be on a Saturday night, just enjoying this, you know, losing my mind, having a good laugh. Some of the songs were really good as well, to be honest.
0: You know how um, the Italian lot were dressed. I can imagine that was how you were dressed for the occasion. <laughs> 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 no no definitely not no, no. Uh, um no dressed down for the occasion i did a little bit yeah
1: <laughs> but that was such a good program such a good program it really was um yeah, yeah was but, but yeah. also what was flowrider doing there like oh, they just well, went, and yes. uh, here's
0: flowrider you went sorry who
1: what, what? <laughs> flowrider like the did artist. you see his
0: face when he didn't win though oh it's hilarious he
1: was a bit annoyed about it wasn't he yes. yeah well,
0: i bet he's feeling Low, 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 low. Oh, oh no! That's ruined. That's ruined a minute. I mean, how's he going to come oh. back from that? <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh dear! What a program, though. What a program! What great, a great. Yeah. Coming really up is.
0: after film reviews and movie news. If you're going to stick around, I'm going to have. A, we're going to listen to Money Skin, who won Eurovision with another song. They have got loads of songs. Uh, have they? No. Yeah. They're brilliant. I've been checking them out. They've got two albums, all sorts. Oh, this is it. You're, you, as We're soon in. as you're allowed to
1: go abroad, this is it. I know where you're going now, aren't I'm you? You're going be to some Italy. sort of groupie for that band. <laughs> 100%. <laughs> uh,
0: uh, the
1: uh, oh. Yes, well, I'll stick around. Yeah, if you're playing another song, I'm interested to hear what they've done.
0: Yeah, and it's not your Ding Dong, I promise.
1: Right, right. I didn't want you tricking me, that's the honest. Absolutely <laughs> <I'm secretly laughs> hoping they is. are going to do that. <laughs> A rock uh, cover. <laughs> Mark, how are you yes. yes and well uh so we've got uh, so some moving news I thought we would talk about this because obviously cinemas have now been open uh you know over a week Oh, seven full days um, over that over that you oh, know more, more, com- yes. coming up to two weeks now so i just thought we would talk about uh quickly uh the returns for box office because i don't know if you saw but on monday Cine World put something out to say yes we've done really well on the re- on the the opening seven days fantastic people are back and whatever else i thought oh fantastic so just thought i would look at what had happened um over last weekend just last weekend okay normally you know films come out on a friday so you've got box office friday saturday sunday then they show them on obviously we've had the full week on that one but this is just for the weekend so uh, and number one and this was number one for the entire of last week as well
0: was peter rabbit 2 oh yes Yes, you did mention you're excited to see that one i did go and see it i
1: did go and see it we'll wait to uh, review that when it comes on dvd i'm not doing it now um so peter rabbit 2 yes and then um this was for the entire week second was um spiral however for the weekend last weekend peter rabbit 2 pulled in 4.6 million pounds
0: Whoa, that's, that's quite a, a lot. Lot considering the uh, environment it's been uh, unleashed yeah, into, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, that's quite a lot. Uh,
1: second place, Nomadland, yes. which you know is already on Disney Plus, but pulled in nearly a million. So it just shows you that as much as you mm. can watch it at home, people want to see it on the big screen, which is great.
0: The you know? New model works. Yeah.
1: Um. It third place, sing. Godzilla versus King Kong, which pulled in seven hundred thousand pounds. Already on streaming platforms, you can rent it, but People wanted to see it on the big screen,
0: which is that's a big screen experience. That one,
1: it, the, the, that's the thing, you know, Monsters if you're gonna see fighting. it big screen experience, yeah. uh, at uh, four and five, two horror films. So, at number four was Spiral, uh, with 700, uh, well, just slightly less than Godzilla vs. Kong. Godzilla vs. Kong did 783,000, Spiral did 779,000, and then in fifth place, the unholy. With four hundred and five thousand. Now this is interesting because it's another horror film. wasn't given to press for screenings at all. Um, really? wasn't it, it, there was no promotion for it whatsoever apart from Just the post dropped. Yeah, but I think yeah. once again, you know, there's a there is that uniqueness to seeing horror films in the cinema that you yes. don't get from watching yeah. at home.
0: Um, That's the kind of thing you go to when at lunchtime and go. What should we watch, guys? Oh. Let's go for that one.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Don't know yeah. what it is, but it's a horror film, so we're probably gonna be scared. So it just shows you people are coming back, you know. So the total revenue for last weekend, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, combined, seven point two four million here in the UK. Which I think is really good. I've got to be not, honest.
0: Not bad for a week's work, eh?
1: Well, it's not even a week; it's a weekend. And considering, obviously, the situations and you know what what we've been saying is that well, you know, some people still not sure about it. Some people just are not ready to go back because there's nothing that's interested them yet. Uh, you know, there's going to be stuff coming, mm. but I, I think seven million is a decent return. No, it's not it's bad encouraging. at all. Yeah, it is. Yeah. yeah, so it's good. And you know, as we have said for many weeks now there is a lot of films coming out there's a lot of film oh it's all stored up in it it is this it's is the thing explosion it is there's a lot of films so if you didn't go last weekend uh to the cinema chances are you'll be going over the next few weeks or, or months because there's a lot coming all the way up until end of september which is obviously when bond comes out i mean we're talking huge numbers of films really absolutely yeah. huge numbers of films which is good to see um I hope people go back to the cinema. If you feel comfortable, I mean, we spoke about this last week, last week, so <laughs> so last week, when we spoke, obviously, I had been three times. I might have popped again
0: last weekend.
1: Yeah. Pop, yeah. Popped
0: popped Just a couple just, of times. Just once, just once, went once, the twice. one. I
1: haven't been this week because I've been a bit busy doing other things. But yeah, so in the end I went four times last week. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and um, that was all Peter Rabbit, right? It, it <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, no comment. No comment. Your Honour. No, okay. But, yeah, uh, you know, yeah. look. Breath. You know, the cinema experience, good and bad. How will we know what's good if we haven't seen the bad? That's what I'm going to say. Okay, I'm yeah, going to leave it to that. Of fun isn't it. Yes. Um, other bit of movie news which we should talk about, which concerns Brentwood. It concerns Brentwood. Oh, local so, film news. So this weekend at the Brentwood Centre there is a drive-in cinema happening. It starts tonight Ooh. and it goes all the way through till Monday night. So tonight. There is dirty dancing, sing along. Oh wow, it, classic! It, yeah, if you fancy bringing water- the dance, moves. bring your watermelons. They are available as well. You know. <laughs> Um, Saturday doing Clay Pot. Uh
0: making it <laughs> No, that's
1: a that's Ghost. Oh, oh, one, isn't it? oh no. no See, get your ticket, you can go oh, tonight. You cool. You're go gonna tonight. have to go and recap. Yeah. Saturday, we've got uh Footloose, followed by Grease, followed by Bohemian Rhapsody. So oh, um, what a lineup. Yeah, and then Sunday. Sunday I, I like because it's got School of Rock, which I oh, think is yes. great. I love School of Rock, it's fantastic. Oh, fantastic. So School of Rock followed by The Greatest Showman, and then Monday. Back to the future, followed by a star is born. That's a good double bill. Like oh, that. Oh, isn't it just yes? Like that. Yes. So that is this weekend at the Brentwood Center. Tickets are available. You have to book online, obviously, previously. Uh I don't actually have to hand how much they are. Can't be that expensive. I've got to be honest. Um, but yeah, so it looks like it might be a nice weekend this weekend. Um, so you can come down, watch and a just film. Just to
0: reiterate, it's a driving cinema. You don't actually drive into the cinema. No, you don't actually it's drive. A field. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, you don't actually drive.
1: No, no, it's it's an open uh, cinema. They're going to have a big screen there. It's all going to be put up and whatever say that, else. That
0: race on Greece is really going to be next level, isn't it, when you're you in your imagine? car? Could you imagine?
1: Oh, how good um, is that going to be? That's going to be awesome. If you're in your car, you know, you can pretend you're in the race. Oh, that's fantastic. Take the roof
0: down. Oh, yeah.
1: Yes, yes. So this weekend, awesome. starting from tonight at the Brentwood Centre, some drive-in movies, basically. Um, we'll
0: put a link up on the Phoenix FM website. Yes. So you can get yes. your tickets from there.
1: Yes. Um, Some good films there. Some good films. But obviously, you know, great films, really entertaining films. But uh, if you're doing Monday, Back to the Future, yeah, classic. Star is Born. Love that film. Love it. One of my favourite films of the year it came out, but Bring Tissues. Yeah. Oh, is it a yeah, it, it? it is. The song's is. a mover, isn't it? I, yeah, it's not even the songs, it's the end. And the thing was, uh, let me tell you this. Uh my mum had not seen it, right? And it's now available to view on Netflix. And I said, Oh, you've got to see it, you've got to see it. I said, it's absolutely brilliant. So she watches it. I call her the next day and I said to her, Did you cry? She went, No. I said, You didn't cry <laughs> I said, you didn't cry at the end. No. No, what? why why would I cry? I was like, But the, the thing. The, and she was Ooh. like no, no, no. I, you know, I found it uh, a little bit upsetting, but I didn't cry. I'm like, well, there we go. If
0: you booked her in for an assessment, I, <laughs> yes. I couldn't. It's a bit it. worrying.
1: <laughs> wow, wow.
0: So like if you don't cry at Bambi, you know, there's like a line. You just if you don't, yes, a bit worrying, isn't it? Yes. Oh. Yeah, that's true. She goes, "Oh, did you cry?" I was
1: like, oh. "Yes, absolutely." Look at the ending. I was totally invested in it. You know? <laughs> so, um, yeah. So if you're going to see A Star Is Born on sun, uh, on Monday night, sorry, do take tissues.
0: Um, yeah, but you cried at the last Star Wars film, so.
1: Well, yeah, but that was because it was the end.
0: <laughs> oh, don't get me started again. <laughs> also, i look forward to that. I'll, we'll, come, we'll come and uh, check out a film at the Brentwood Center. Yes. Exciting. Have well, we got films to do this week?
1: We've got films to do this week. We've got films that are in the cinema and also on DVD and Blu-ray, so we'd better do those.
0: Excellent. i will go grab my big furry coat and we'll get started.
1: <laughs> oh, oh, see if people know what we're talking about.
0: With Stuart
1: Pink and Mark Searby. Film
0: Reviews and Movie News. It's Film Reviews and Movie News. Mark, you've uh, sent the dogs out of the room. What have we got? <laughs> so uh,
1: this is in cinemas, but also on Disney Plus as well at the same time. So you can either see it in cinema or, you know, if you... Plus click plus. plus. Yes. No, it's not Plus Plus. Not <gasps> no, plus plus. actual Plus. Oh, yes. Yes. No plus. So, yes, included. So this is Cruella. This is an origin story to Cruella de Vil. It is it's set in the 1970s where Estella stumbles into a job with fashion mogul, the Baroness. She ha- She thinks she's got the perfect job. That is until she discovers that her employer has a secret. And this brings out a dark side to Estella.
0: Ooh, Something... if that doesn't scare you, <laughs> the evil thing will.
1: Yes. Something you don't know about me. Uh, and I'm going to tell you this now is I personally think Cruella Deville is Disney's greatest ever villain. I adore 101 Dalmatians. I think it is the best Disney animated feature film of all time. Um, I am kind of obsessed with Cruella. To be honest with you, I've got some figures and you know I've read the books and uh, whatever. So no, I'm a huge, basically a massive
0: star in the uh, Disney history.
1: Yes, absolutely. Basically, what I'm saying is, look, I'm coming to this as an an Uber fan of Cruella. I was really looking forward (laughs) to it. Then they said Emma Stone is going to play Estella slash Cruella. And and I was like, this is this is a no brainer. This is a home run for me. This is no brainer at all. Total home run. Yeah, it really isn't.
0: Oh, oh in oh, fact okay. in oh. fact it's oh. so
1: far oh. away from Dodie Smith's novel and even the subsequent Disney versions the the animated one and the film versions as well that I kind of have to ask if the writers had even understood the character oh, like, no. I, honestly oh. so so the film starts there is a heck of a long prologue where we see a young Estella form a bond with two boys uh, Jasper and Horace um they're they're on the streets of London. By the half-hour mark, the film zooms forward to twenty-something Estella. She's a dab hand at pickpocketing, but dreams of being a fashion designer. We then get this ridiculously over-the-top plot of her going to work with the Baroness, who runs Liberty's store in London. Then it gets even more silly with the heist plot that involves stealing the Baroness's jewels, and then it balloons into a sinister <laughs> crime story. Then there's another what? heist plot thrown in. It's also ludicrous and without a lot merit. Of extra
0: baggage before we get this Exactly. There? Yeah. Yeah. And-
1: the thing is, I'm thinking, I'm watching it, and Emma Stone is trying her best to be bad when turning into Cruella, but it's all very lackluster. But I, mm. I put that down to such a weak script. Um, the same with her two sidekicks, Jasper and Horace, who are either, either criminal masterminds or bumbling idiots. But the script can't decide which one now the thing is obviously people are going to say well that's kind of them in the cartoon anyway yes it is but they're one they're, they're one or the other that you know they they don't meld together that well i've got to be honest yeah. and yeah the only person who seems to understand the character that they're playing is emma thompson as the baroness this is a diva whose demands are so funny that i couldn't help but laugh at how pantomime villain-esque performance it is when she's playing this character. It's yeah. it, in a in good a way. You she know. seems
0: as if she is the, uh, the textbook Cruella de Vil yes. type.
1: absolutely. Yeah. That's the thing. But that's the thing is that, you know, she, she, Estella sees her and takes on some of her, you know, attributes, I guess. That yeah. was the only performance I, I enjoyed in this film. I've got to But there's so much I hated about this film beyond the script. So here's some examples. Um, the time frame for the main story is meant to be in the 1970s during the punk revolution. Estella is seen, enjoying the fashion stylings of punk, but really she isn't. It's, it's modern punk, as in you look at it and you go, that doesn't look like 1970s punk. That looks like today punk, okay? Yeah. Um all right. The, in fact, the whole film is very modern 70s. The, the outfits, the hair, the dialogue, it's all too modern for it to be classed as being in the 1970s. And also, since when did Ethernet leads or digital security cameras or LED streetlights exist in the 1970s? Because they are in this film. Oh, that's a bit
0: of a faux pas, isn't it?
1: Exactly, right? So, look, look, listen, here's the thing. I'll buy into the big lie of any film, uh, of any lie that the film is selling, okay, if it gets the small details right. Cruella gets neither the small nor the large details right at any point okay and i'll give you a, a, another example as to how bad it is is that the way the film shoehorns in music the film is crammed with music i, I like you know i like to hear a song or two from from that era but this mm. was literally Song, 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 needle drop, needle drop, needle drop, needle drop, song, 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 needle drop. And you're like, this is too much. We get it. It's the 1970s. But I've looked into the songs that were played. Guess what?
0: Some of them from the
1: 60s, some of them from the 50s. One of them from 1982. Oh, Okay. No, See? I've
0: done a lot of research here, have <laughs>
1: this is the thing, right? So th- there's another thing that really annoyed me. Another thing that annoyed me about this film is all of the nods to 101 Dalmatians. So, for example, Cruella has uh, has taken hostage a Dalmatian dog, which belongs to the Baroness. And at one point, she looks at it and she oh. goes, that fur would make a great coat. No, <laughs> no, no. That's not how the character works. We don't... We, why... Do that to her and us an audience. We don't need all of these little in-jokes or nods to what is subsequently going to come. You don't need to link everything ever in the world. It's just possible to have a standalone film without doing these stupid nods to something that is forthcoming as well. You know, it's clear that Disney looked at Maleficent and thought, that's done really well. We really like how that's done. Let's do it here. No such luck. I love Maleficent. I think it's great. Both films. This is terrible. Absolutely. Uh, sorry to get on my high horse about this. But as I said, I'm a huge Cruella fan. I really am. So I'm really looking forward to this. I like Emma Stone as well. But this is not the origin story that the character of Cruella Deville, or Emma Stone or even Dodie Smith deserves. It is awful. Awful.
0: Oh, what a shame. I thought Emma Stone would be amazing in this. Me too. Like you say when I saw the casting. Me too. Uh, you know, the, the poster,
1: I'm looking at it, there's a picture where she's holding some D- uh, Dalmatian dogs and I'm like, she looks great. She yeah. looks great. You know, I, I I take nothing away from the costumes. I will say the costumes look great, even though they're not really 70s costumes. Um,
0: yeah, but, they've gone, in, gone uh, to town. Yeah. Just a no, long it's... town. <laughs> <sighs> Is it, so you would say Cruella, the 101 Dalmatians Cruella origin story was a dog's dinner.
1: See, I knew you were going to do that pun. That's why I didn't did, did you, it
0: there. Did you actually know I that? I knew one. you were going to do it.
1: Yeah. Damn, I hate being that yeah. predictable. But,
0: yeah, you know, it's what people pay for, Mark. Uh, what, what we got next?
1: So in cinemas, we have Earwig and the Witch, which I think is a great title. I've got to be honest. Like, it conjures up so many ideas. It really does. Um, Earwig and the
0: Witch. I yeah,
1: it's the story of an orphan girl called Earwig. Who is adopted by a witch and comes home to a spooky house filmed with mystery and magic? Ooh. This is the new film from Studio Ghibli. Now, oh, I yeah. have I have spoken to you many times about Studio Ghibli, haven't I? You know, this, yes. Um, You're I
0: passing a, a
1: light fan. Uh, oh. Yes, yes, absolutely, <laughs> yeah. yes. Um, you know, so so they are back. Basically, the arguably the greatest animation studio in the world are back. After ceasing production in 2014. Now, with this one, Goro Miyazagi, uh, the son of the legendary co-founder Heo Miyazagi, is releasing the first Ghibli film in seven years. I've Ooh. seen it and I have to ask, are we really sure this is Studio Ghibli that gave us oh. the same films as Spirited Away and Princess Mononoke and My Neighbor Totoro? Because this film is awful.
0: Oh, dear. I, oh
1: know. No. Yeah, like, oh, like, okay, I know. no. Oh, Mark. Okay, I know. What's going on? So, so let's take the story, which has been adapted from the book by uh, Diana Wynne Jones. It's a very basic story. It's a story mm. that feels like we've been here many times before. There's nothing special about it. I've got to say, Earwig is quite annoying. She seems to be a frustratingly annoying central character when you're trying to get to grips with her. she She's just not that likeable at all. She's loudmouthed, rambunctious, she's obnoxious, really. It's really hard to warm to her, I've got to be honest. Yeah, um, yeah. Even when she's being punished and has to clean the house and got to peel the vegetables, um, there's just something lacking in the way that she is presented. She's um, not coming across
0: as D, yeah. The, the rebel Cinderella. No,
1: no, exactly. Um, to, yeah. The relationship between Earwig and Thomas the Cat, I actually I found quite sweet, I've got to be honest. And in those moments, I didn't mind the character. Um, mm. And in fact, actually, you know, Ghibli are very good at doing cat um, cats and cat relationships. You know, they're very good. Uh, the one between Kiki and Gigi in Kiki's delivery service is very good. Obviously, Cat Returns. Uh, you know, is very good as well. That's the fun aspect of the film. Watching them to try and figure out how to bet, how to get the better of Bella Jagger and the Mandrake, who are the two people who have taken her in. I-, I found small entertainment in those scenes, yeah. but the rest of the film I really struggle with. And maybe, well, not maybe, hands down. The reason I really struggle with this film is the animation you know, Studio a Ghibli. a bit
0: clunky from what I've seen. So, the see,
1: there you go. Perfect word, yeah. perfect world You know, St- Studio Ghibli are arguably the world's greatest animation styles. They're, mm. The the way that they do hand-drawn is is incredible. Nobody touches them, and they've all got very different styles, all of the films. This is their first film in the 3D computer-generated world, and I've got to say it's hideous. It's Absolutely. like one of them
0: really bad scenes in a PlayStation game where you yes. kind of you don't go to full cinema mode, but you're kind of like, oh, this all looks a bit... Absolutely. <laughs> you're <laughs> <all the> full... <laughs> absolutely right. Yes, absolutely. It it looked
1: to me like a Saturday morning kids cartoon. And no offence to those because, you know, they, they do what they do, uh, you know. Yeah. But this is Studio Ghibli. It's supposed to be a film. <laughs> yeah. the, the animation <laughs> should make you want to cry at how beautiful it is. This just looks ghastly from top to bottom. I'm, I'm shocked at how bad this really is. It's mm. as if... Someone is ripping off a rip off of Studio Ghibli. That's how bad it is. I, I th- honestly just so horrible, so horrible to look at. I, I just I, I oh, had put no. out a question on, on Twitter earlier this week to say, what is your least favorite Studio Ghibli film? And only a few people replied. And even then the replies were kind of like I was like, well, that's sort of second tier Ghibli to me. You know, I, th- there is no least favorite Ghibli film to me. Um, of course, there is now. This is the problem. It's it's (laughs) this, you know, when, when Studio Ghibli turned around and said, we're restarting production. We're going to do films. We're going to do TV shows. I was so excited. I was, I was like, yes, fantastic. Brilliant. But this, this new animation style is not the way forward for them at all. So what I'm going to say here is let's call this a film that is a soft launch for Studio Ghibli's return. And, then in two years' time when Hayao Miyazaki's new film comes out, we can call that the proper launch, okay? And then we'll okay, have forgotten all enough. about this film, to be honest. This is I a think,
0: big experiment.
1: I, I think that's the best way we can go with it. That's uh, that's the way I'm going to go with it anyway.
0: What was it? Elon Musk said uh, when a SpaceX rocket exploded to something like a rapid, unscheduled uh, deconstruction? That's what this was. Was it just a, uh, <laughs> I'll go with that. Yeah. I'll
1: yeah. go with that. That's fine. Yes, yes. Maybe. Anyway, Maybe. We, we've talked about it. <laughs>
0: Put out the box. Let's, let's move We're on. It under yes, the we've disc.
1: seen it. We've seen it. Let's move on. Yeah.
0: Please bring another one that's better. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so we've got a couple more films to do. Yes. We've uh, got do you, got you a want to go and DVDs? let the dogs back in? Oh, yeah. We've, well. Sort that out.
1: Yes, we'll let the dogs back in now. That's absolutely fine.
0: With Stuart Pink and Mark Seabee. Film,
1: Film reviews and movies.
0: Sphere yes, Reviews had movie news. Mark Zibi's still with me. What we got left, Mark? Uh, well,
1: DVD time. Yeah, DVD, Blu ray time. We're going to talk about what? Two of the greatest uh, animated characters ever made? Do you? Would you say that?
0: I would say so, yeah. Yes. The, the, definitely heroes of many generations. Yeah, oh, that's Yes,
1: you're right. Yeah. Absolutely. Yes, yes. So, Tom and Jerry, the movie basically. Oh, yes. Have they had a movie yet? Uh, They have. uh, 2002, Tom and Jerry the movie. Um, It did go to cinemas. Um, You obviously don't remember, much like most people don't, because it (laughs) was pretty rubbish. It was pretty rubbish. Okay, so they've got... um, They've got this new feature film, which is called Tom and Jerry, the movie um, is actually their second big screen outing for the for the lovable cat and mouse duo. Uh Um, It is. So Tom and Jerry, they've basically been thrown out of their places to live and they decide to travel to New York City where they end up living in a very elegant hotel that is about to host the wedding of the year for um, these two instagram famous people basically uh so this harry and megan no no not quite not quite i have to say it did feel a little bit like that though it it, it did (laughs) like looking (laughs) at them i'm kind of thinking well i don't know if they're playing on that um so this (laughs) is a live action slash animation hybrid film so the animals are animated and the rest is live action
0: Ooh. Oh, complex.
1: So so kind of who framed Roger Rabbit, basically.
0: Yes. Right, I'll move you. You,
1: you know, uh, an interesting idea for sure. But uh, mm. once again, I have to ask the question, why is this called a Tom and Jerry movie when Tom and Jerry are hardly in it? Oh, oh really? I'm I am deadly serious about this. Tom and Jerry's antics are like secondary characters in this film. no. Um, You know, but gone is what makes Tom and Jerry cartoons still entertaining to this day, which is slapstick action. This is all toned down in favour of Tom taking a job as the mouse catcher at this prestigious hotel. And he's trying to catch Jerry, who who seems to have set up this very luxurious and very pampered room in a hotel. Um, But even when they come face to face... There's very little crazy fighting for what they we know them for and yeah, what we'd like them and to do. Exactly. That's the thing. Yeah. yeah. They are secondary characters in their own film. And that confuses mm. me. Instead, mm. the main focus of the film is how Chloe Grace Moretz's Kayla blags a job as an event planner for this glamorous wedding between these two Instagram famous people. Uh, uh, sorry. But on what planet is that interesting? In a Tom and Jerry movie. I, yeah, I don't
0: know about the career of an events organizer. <laughs>
1: I, I don't get it. I don't get it. You know, yeah. it's it, it honestly, the entire film is just an absolute joke. That the film is trying to be modern, it's trying to be hip, it's trying to be cool, it's trying to be mm. it's trying to say, look, we understand big celebrities on social media and them being influencers and etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. Yeah. Who wants to watch that? If I want to watch that, I will. Turn on Instagram and watch celebrities try and sell me, you know, slimming world products, random Slim... hair products. Yeah, exactly, yeah. things like that. I don't want to see it. In a Tom and Jerry movie It Mm. just is awful You know Also why do we need to watch Kayla stumble her way through the job Because she isn't qualified Why do we need to watch two very obnoxious Insta famous people try and put on the wedding of the year At a glamorous hotel?
0: Why is this any of relevance to Tom and Jerry Would it not be more fun if you're going to have an events organiser To have someone like Frank from the Oh yes
1: Yes Fantastic. Or oh, Serge from uh, Beverly Hills Cop as well. Serge. Yes. Serge. Yeah, Frank as well. a oh, Frank. Yeah, fantastic. brilliant. See, put that in That's, there. That would work. Yeah. But still, once again, I go back to it and Tom and Jerry would be secondary characters. I just don't get it. I don't get why you would make a film about Tom and Jerry and keep them as secondary characters. Um, it, mm. it, you know, here's the thing. here is Making a Tom and Jerry film is easy. Put Tom and Jerry in a movie. <laughs> yeah. Let them do their thing that they've done one's for running, decades. Ones
0: running, ones
1: yeah. Let them do that and we'll all enjoy it. It's that yeah. simple. Like, it is that simple. My advice is watch the car- Tom and Jerry cartoons that we've all loved, we've all grown up with, no matter how old we are, we've all grown up with it, we've all had a good time enjoying them. Watch those. Don't watch this.
0: <laughs> you do that for an hour and 40 minutes instead.
1: You would have such a better time. You would have such,
0: yes. such a better time. You really would. Have they just tried to sort of uh, lost their target audience a bit here, do you think, with trying to modernise Tom and Jerry yes. for the, the kids that haven't seen it Yes,
1: good question. And, and the answer the is yes. A bit. Yes, they mm. thought, oh, the kids are into Instagram and whatever else, so we need to wait to shoehorn that in and some celebrities and whatever. And you're like, yeah. this is, No. The the way that you get people to watch a Tom and Jerry movie is to make Tom and Jerry the central characters and do what they always do best. And to be honest, the people who will probably watch that film are not kids, as in older people. Me, you, an older generation, an older generation beyond that. Because. Yeah, we'd th- seen the. That's the thing. We'll, we, you know. No. I'm I'm annoyed about oh, it. i getting annoyed. Dear. He's not happy. He's no. not happy.
0: I'll tell you what we'll do. We'll take that DVD and we'll drop a gigantic anvil on it, or suspended from a rope outside of a window. We'll See, drink. already, already, that's funny. And you're just yeah. speaking it because
1: we've all got it in our minds <laughs> as to how Lord, that would actually happen. You know, that's funny.
0: I like it'd that, leave a big imprint in the ground, a big, big dent, in yes, the yes, it would still you know, be there.
1: Yeah, Tom would be flat as well, and he'd get up and he'd <laughs> yes. walk, wo- you know, he'd walk, wobble, sort of, and then he'd, you know, sort of blow into his thumb and he'd pop or something. I mean, all of that, all of that, brilliant. Not in the film, not in the film,
0: <laughs> No, mm. Mm. dear, oh dear. Oh, have we have we got we got one more film left? We've got one I've got more. My fingers crossed here.
1: <laughs> we've got one more, um, and this one's for the adults. Basically, this is a film called Initiation. Um, it's set at Witten University in the US, uh, where uh, uh, which unravels the night a star athlete is murdered, kicking off a spree of social media slayings that force the students to uncover the truth behind the school's hidden secrets and the horrifying meaning of an exclamation
0: mark. Oh. Yeah, mark. right now I've got a question mark. Um, but I'll, I'll let I'll see no, how... this is an exclamation mark, right? So, <laughs> because this film is
1: set on an American university campus, it I have to say, I was watching it and I kind of felt like it doesn't really care for international viewers. A okay. lot of what goes yeah. on with these fraternities just doesn't translate, certainly Not here in the, the UK, that area. Yeah. yeah. So, the instant problem you have with initiation is that you have to have a pretty good grasp of US fraternities and also scholarships and semi-professional university sports teams. I have to say Mm. that watching this, the film really lost me almost immediately because I didn't know a lot of things about those. Yeah,
0: I guess we've, we've picked up quite a lot from films over the years. You know, yeah, absolutely. Kind
1: of you, yeah, but. you do get certain bits. You're right, but this is this is more than just watching. You know, the Breakfast yeah. Club or American Pie or something like that. Um, it's very US focused only. It does feel like a closed shop in mm. that regard, which is a disappointment. Uh, so, so basically, the film moves on. And the star athlete is murdered. Now, what happens here is the turning point in the film story-wise and idea-wise, because it could have gone down the route of exposing the horrific cultures and bullyings, etc., that we are now seeing in real life that are being exposed at universities. You know, it it could have said something about the way universities are turning a blind eye to those acts and allegations instead hoping yeah. that it doesn't stop their millions of dollars flowing in each year. That could have been the story I would have really liked to have seen that story set in amongst, obviously, a horror film.
0: Um, yeah, it could have made a bit of a, a statement.
1: Yeah, exactly. A political it, yeah. statement in a, yeah. in a horror film. I mean, horror's filled with political statements anyway. That's why they come about. But but this isn't that film. Instead, what we're treated to is basically, um, and, and there'll been people who have, been, who have just heard me read that synopsis and gone, this sounds like Scream to a certain degree it, it, yeah, and it is, bit, it, is yeah. it is it's scream light basically where they try to blend action with horror with some elements of a thriller and drama i didn't really think much of it worked um it felt very muddled in what it was trying to pull off um there are you know that the, there are clear mm. lines where you can see the filmmakers are trying to go down a certain pathway and then all of a sudden they seem to stop rather than going all the way down in favor of well, basically just go and bring the masked killer in with the knife, bring him in, yeah, bring him classic. in. You know. Yeah, classic. <laughs> yeah. And, and the exclamation mark storyline, I kind of found it only developed so far and I thought such an interesting idea and then it, it, its payoff wasn't hmm. enough, I didn't think. You know, once again, it's it's screen yeah. light. This is the thing, Um, you know. I think yeah. the frustrating thing is that there is a good storyline waiting to be expanded on In this film in fact to be honest actually there's probably two or three good storylines waiting to be expanded on like they've set the groundwork in this film and you think yeah there could be a few more yeah exactly you think okay great yeah yeah go go down that rabbit hole and explore that but the way that the film seems to have been not cobbled together but but you know put together is that it's it's quite messy and it's, it's really unsure as to what it wants to really push the boundaries of. And I think that's the disappointment with this film is that you can see that they're trying to go for something and then they go, no, 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 just bring the killer out. And you're like, no, go further here. You've got something here. So, you know, I can't think of anything else to say, bar it's a bit of a frustrating watch. I, I think that's, Mm. that's that's it basically it is frustrating um because they're set the that, ground
0: for like, there will be more of these some... uh, well who knows Develop those re- p- the, the p- p- problem p- is
1: obviously they clearly they don't care about international audiences because of the way that the film is set on that campus and we don't know too much about yeah it. so it's really how well it does in the u.s uh i have to mm. say i i don't know how well it's done in the u.s at all um my suspect my my thoughts would be this is one and out even though it does feel like yeah. they're desperately trying to make a Scream franchise um, yeah I, I can't they're imagine
0: Scream so. more hmm.
1: yes yes yeah absolutely more hmm um, no <laughs> oh dear uh, yeah um, so sorry everybody I mean oh I, I dear, seem to have oh ranted dear. a lot this week haven't I oh it's
0: not been a good I need to get back in the cinema mark that's what it is yeah <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's true. I do absolutely. Yeah, it's just not been a good week. I mean, we had such a good week last week, and we did, this week has, yeah, this week has let us all down.
0: Is there anything we could watch on the telly that might might? Uh, well, we might enjoy. Instead? Well,
1: good news. Good news. We have actually, um, I think, the best Spider-Man film ever made premiering. <laughs> on the tv on sunday at 5:20 on channel 4 this is spider-man into the spider-verse
0: into the spider-verse so this oh, is cartoony one it's
1: an animated film but it yeah. literally looks like you are reading a comic book and each turn of the page. It's it's a brilliantly animated piece of work. It really has to be seen to be believed. I mean, it's absolutely stunning. The way that Spider-Man moves and jumps and swings is everything you could want. It's got a slightly mm-hmm. modern edge to it as well. I, I ju- The care and attention gone into the animation alone is fantastic. Then yes. you have the storyline as well, which is... Um, All about a teenager and, you know, there's lots of things going on. It's a coming of age and he's got to deal with his dad. He's also fighting the Kingpin as well, who I think looked brilliant in this as well. Um, There is a multiverse in there, as in mentioned in the title, Spider-Verse. So he meets different Spider-Men. Oh, wow! well, Spider-People. No, spider Spider things. Uh, Spiders. Okay. (laughs) Spider things, I think, is the best way of (laughs) describing it. Okay. So it is absolutely. I I love this film. You know, I I adore the Sam Raimi Spider Man films. For me, they are the best feature films. But this came along and I was bowled over by it. It feels like a breath of fresh air in the comic book superhero marketplace. It is absolutely fantastic. Um, Do not miss this.
0: a uh, bit of a spit-off. Does this come before? There's a PlayStation version of this, isn't there? Oh, there's I don't. I don't, I don't know.
1: Uh, um, I don't sorry, know. Origin story. Sorry, no idea on that one. You're talking to somebody who doesn't play oh. computer games, <laughs> oh, but no. it, yeah, uh, more experienced people will know this. The I answer think it's to this opened those. up a
0: whole kind of uh, PlayStation weld. Yes. This, this. Yes, uh,
1: absolutely. It's it's brilliant. Honestly, from top to bottom, this film is absolutely brilliant and it all appealed to everybody of all ages. It's so good. Mm, so nice. good.
0: We're where. So now, Sunday,
1: 5 20 p.m. on channel four.
0: Channel four. I am there. Uh, awesome. What could we look forward to uh next week? Is there anything to look forward to next week, Buck? <laughs> please.
1: Okay, so next <laughs> next week, next week, we're gonna be talking about a quiet place, part two. Ooh. Yes, yes. Okay. We've got a okay. sequel is- to arguably one of the great horror films of the past few years. Um, we've got a documentary all about farmyard animals. It's called Gunda. Gunda. And Gunda is the pig on the farm.
0: Oh, excellent. Yes. Old MacDonald's been replaced.
1: <laughs> and then on DVD and Blu ray, we're going to be talking about No Man's Land, which is uh, an immigrant story. Um, set in the US and Mexico, and we're also going to be talking about Chaos Walking, the Daisy Ridley Tom Holland film, which you remember we reviewed oh, recently, yes. and I wasn't a fan. I'm going to rewatch it. Okay, okay, yeah, going to rewatch sounds... it. Let's see how it plays a second time.
0: So if your ears are still ringing, <laughs> oh dear.
1: <honestly. laughs> so we'll see how it goes. But uh, yes, next week um, a diverse range. Shall we? That's say a nice mix. That yeah very that's diverse a, yes
0: lots of kids films this week so uh, that's that's good for for after uh but next week we'll be back in the a- adult realm
1: we will absolutely yes
0: also buck uh before we go i'm going to play play you off with a uh eurovision you, you watched it you enjoyed it and uh i think it'd be nice to hear the italian winners singing in english so we actually know oh. what they're saying oh Yes, they've released
1: so many songs. Oh, this off. is exciting. I didn't know that. Oh, right, OK, yes, yeah. play this. I'm, I'm I'm, sticking around. I'm going to keep my headphones on and have a listen.
0: Awesome. Listen out. We'll do that after the break. Film Reviews and Movie News with Stuart Pink and Mark Searby. Thanks for listening to Film Reviews and Movie News. We've been doing this podcast for years now. We've watched hundreds of films and... And some of them were actually quite good. For even more reviews, or to get next week's film reviews and movie news delivered directly to your device, pop along to stuartpink.com forward slash reviews.
1: With Stuart Pink and Mark Searby.
0: Film reviews and movie news.